society, culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show. Frank McKay here with Renaissance Woman. Melissa Itell Duran. Go to uh, MelissaItellJoran.com uh, or to Melissa Vision on Roku and Amazon Fire and watch the documentaries, two documentaries on Melissa and other work there. And uh, it's a work in progress, but you'll see it build and build with us. Frank McKay here. Much more importantly, Melissa Itell Joran is our host each and every week. Melissa, how are you? I'm doing great, Frank. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, I, you know, hey, listen, it's, it's the end of the summer here and it's... Uh, uh, and although Labor it's Day not weekend. officially fall, right, this is Labor Day weekend that we're talking on, in case people are hearing us um, a, a little later. Uh, are you glad to see the summer go, or are you... Uh, are you uh... Uh, well, you know, I think everybody feels a, a feeling, you know, feels some, some regret, some remorse at, at the end of this summer, because for many, for many, for a lot of people, a lot of kids, a lot of students, and and others associated with the educational institution is it means the it means back to school and a lot of kids aren't too thrilled about it some kids actually might like it because if they you know if if they're in between let's say summer program camp and and going back to school and and uh, they're having a tough time at home i mean they've got you know parents you know barking down the orders at them they just want to get they want to get away or they're starting college and so it's a momentous event uh, for others, it's not so great. Teachers, a lot of teachers, even though they, there are some teachers who look forward to a new year, they're very enthusiastic. Others um, are not so thrilled about going back because of their working conditions. You know, they're in uh, they're in really depressed areas. They're in uh, tough um, schools with 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 uh, uh, difficult uh, students, uh, high retention rates. And uh, around the country, actually, we're hearing that many teachers are actually quitting, uh, whether it's over salary in some states or, or, or uh, the, con- the working conditions uh, the, in, in, in very big um, urban uh, school systems, uh, similar to New York City. And uh, it's not surprising, but it, and some people just miss, more simply, some people just miss the summer. You know, they've been going to work, but they love the summer. They love the, the extra daylight. And, and you know, the, the Labor Day weekend, which is not the official start of fall, uh, symbolically represents uh, the, a new season upon us. And the days are slipping away. They have been losing a minute each day. You know, we've been getting closer and closer to a, a, an earlier sunset uh, since um, after uh, the, the summer uh, solstice. And, uh, or, you know, retail stores are thinking about, um, you know, Halloween and, and then, of course, right on the heels of Halloween. You know, for Thanksgiving is kind of just a, you know, it's a blip, yeah. but that means Christmas. <laughs> so um, <laughs> With Black know, Friday so mixed some, in between. Exactly right. So for some people, it's a mixed bag. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, and, well, I think, uh-huh. you know, lost in all of that is that, uh, is that it's important uh, structure, you know, the school system. Uh, listen, as good or bad as uh, as it may be, whatever the the idea that the kids go back and uh, you know, like you said, you know, some kids look forward to it or other, but the mm-hmm. parents uh, have some help. I mean, let's face it, they have uh, they have a breather. Uh, there are a lot of young yeah. people, you know, a lot of uh, people with young children, 
who mm-hmm. who don't have uh, the the luxury of uh, of being around 24 hours, you know, keeping an eye on the kids and and everything else. Uh, and when they go to school, there's uh, you know they're being taught something by other people other than us, other than you know the parents. And the the good thing about that is is that it's different influences. The bad thing about that is God knows who the hell, he, who the hell these people are, right? That are teaching our kids and 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 everything else. So I mean, it's a it's a mixed bag, and uh, you know we just this is just part of our society. And I you know I don't know what uh, what what the end game is uh, in in society fifty years from now, hundred years. I don't know where we're all going, but I do know that. COVID nineteen has changed so much, and again, that's a that's a subject for uh, for another show. And I guess all of this is. But uh, there was a there was a speech given yesterday. I didn't see it. Uh, did you Did you see the uh, much talked about speech? I heard snippets of it. He sounded, you know, quite strong. And I know that's his tone. Yes. Um, uh, Biden, that is President Biden. Biden, yes, yeah. yes, in front of, in front uh, in Philadelphia, in front of Independence Hall, mm-hmm. uh, where the, uh, you know, the Liberty Bell is, and he had a, an audience on folding chairs out there in folding chairs. He sounded very strong, so I guess he got a lot of rest. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, he still. Yes, right. <laughs> um, but it, it, you could tell this was this was a raw, raw speech. This was a um, a speech that that is uh, that was um, given in 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 light of the dwindling weeks we have left before the midterm elections. When it's been said for the I would say the better part of the year that there's going to be a a red tsunami, meaning a Republican takeover at least in the House. And and across the board uh, nationally, and and um, you know the, the the Democrats, the Biden administration, with their their cronies in the Senate, have done their very best to try to save face by passing these big bills, these bipartisan bills, for example, uh, and then of course working within their own party with Joe Manchin, uh, who really is it's it's the guy they want to they want to like, but they really hate. It's their frenemy, you know. <laughs> And um, and they, they you know and I guess he said okay all right you're gonna lose I'm gonna help you I'll, I'll help here I'll throw you a I'll, I'll throw you an anchor I'll throw you a rope or something yeah. all right you know in a last ditch effort to save face and so what he's doing is it turn is bringing this full circle and saying if if you go and vote for any Trump affiliated Trump approved Trump uh, uh, manufactured candidate you are ushering in. Uh, the end to democracy, which is basically what he's saying. And, and it reminded me of something perhaps Franklin Roosevelt would have said. I don't know if he did say that, because Franklin Roosevelt, uh, historically, uh, he, he, he wanted to help his, you know, his best friend, you know, best ally in Britain, um, Churchill. Churchill, but he, right, he didn't want to, he couldn't do it overtly because Congress was against you know, I didn't want to see that. The American people were not ready to get dragged into another conflict overseas. But, you know, the, the, you know, the writing was on the wall, uh, especially after Pearl Harbor, when we, we had to absolutely go in and everybody said, yeah, let's go get him. Um, but he's he's trying to sound an alarm, saying, you know, if you elect, if you choose to 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 rally around Magna, you know, make America great again, MAGA, MAGA candidates. Uh, i.e. Trump-approved and, 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 uh, and a Trump-current, uh, uh, you know, a, a Trump 
movement, you are um, endangering our democracy. And it sounded to me something like something that Franklin Roosevelt might have said, or um, or maybe, but but definitely other leaders, people, other people outside the White House said about Nazism. Um, not that. FDR was the greatest champion against Nazism. He did very little to to aid uh, the victims of the Holocaust. He, he, nothing. He, he did almost nothing. Zero. Right. His wife tried to get him to do something. He wouldn't listen to her. He wouldn't consider bombing the railroad track. He wouldn't nothing because in those days there was the mentality was you know who cares? It's a bunch of you know people were not worried about and 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 no and news of the holocaust never really made it it was anti-semitism actually what it was what, yeah, you know the, it right. was right it was the mentality of, of people at that time exactly there was no state of israel you had some jewish organizations but with without the strength and and the and and the um the the levity that they have right now so that's what the speech reminded me of yeah it just it, it's amazing you know in you know in the middle of that uh, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, or as you started, I'm thinking, boy, you don't usually hear FDR and Biden mentioned in the same breath. But, <laughs> but this was his, well, this was his rallying cry. This was him, him going for it, yeah. you know. And uh, it, yeah, it, but yeah, it does sound like something uh, that FDR uh, would have done. I can't pinpoint it exactly. Uh, what the uh, what the moment was that reminds me of this. But you're right, Frank McKay. Here, so much more importantly, Melissa, I tell Jordan. And Melissa, I tell Jordan dot com and Melissa Vision, Melissa Vision, uh, Frank McKay here. So much more importantly uh, here with Melissa, I, the the reaction to the speech, you know, it, it's it's pretty obvious what it's going to be. Right. I mean, the um, the the Republicans are going to make fun of it and they're going to rally around the Trump end of it. And uh, and, you know, the Democrats are going to say he's right. He's 100 percent right. Uh, any surprises on the reaction to this rah-rah speech? Um, of course, you know, the Republicans um, went right after him and, and, and thought it was the most horrendous thing they had ever heard. It was like, um, um, you know, it, it, was, it was offensive. That's what they were saying. I mean, it, and, they, yeah, and I'm sure they saw the... They they saw the similarities. They 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 felt it was it was uh, as close as calling them you know I guess Nazis, you know, Nazis or or, right. or uh, whatever or, or far right extremists. That's really I mean it really came close to that. Yeah, right. I mean really really uh, close um, to uh, to that uh, real close to the line. Um, well, you know again I, I I'm surprised that he hasn't called them Nazis earlier. Uh, but I guess we would have heard, right? Is there anything, uh, you know, some people have to have called the Trump people Nazis. The the Dems must have called them Nazis somewhere, right? Uh, do you remember anybody that uh, that's come this close to calling them the Nazis without actually doing it? Um, you mean officially or? Yeah. Officially, in a, in a speech. Um, I don't think so. I think, but calling some, you know, accusing a group, of, um, a, a, a block of, of, of uh, a, 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 a political movement as being the closest thing to anti-democracy and far-right far extremism. Uh, that's you know that pretty much says a lot. I think that that's you might as well say yeah you know this is shades of uh, shades of nationalistic uh, um, fascistic. I mean he's been called. I mean they've called it that movement the, the MAGA movement fascistic anyway. I mean it, it, 
and, 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 and this was this speech was called the soul of the nation speech or he was talking about the soul of the nation and he, and, and, and that, uh, that this is what uh, this was the message this was the the uh, the, the uh, this was a modus operandi for, for Biden to, to save the soul of the nation. That's why he ran for president. That's why he decided five years ago after that um, Charlottesville riot to run for president. Because to him, that he saw, you know, similar to what I'm saying, maybe he didn't, not, he didn't want to say those exact words, uh, these, these nationalistic, these fascistic um, people who uh, were supporters of Trump. And Trump not even not, Trump not even con- condemning them, not even uh, criticizing them, but but apologizing for what happened, and that that's what spurred him Biden on to running for president. And this was the speech. This is the speech that came that 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 completed that circle, I think. And I, I but he didn't. He he stopped short of saying you know not Nazi Nazi like or Nazism. But I have heard fascism. I have at least from Nancy that, Pelosi. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, no question about that. Uh, the, um, you know, the thing that, you know, that I'm thinking here is uh, the closer we get to the midterm, if we start hearing more about Nazism and things mm-hmm. like that, that's an indication that they are very worried about, you know, obviously oh, yeah. they're, they're worried about the, both sides are worried about yeah. the midterm. They want to they they want it to go their way. But, um, uh, you know, the closer we get to actual calling, actually calling somebody a Nazi, which, let's face it, I mean, six million people died uh, mm-hmm. at the hand of the uh, Nazis because uh, they were the wrong religion uh, in the Nazis mind. Right. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, calling course, somebody a yeah. Nazi. You right. better, Plus, you, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Plus other um, other groups, um, gypsies, um, Catholics, and not maybe, maybe we don't, you know, maybe not as an as great of number, but you know, they were included in this. Uh, gays, gay people, um, anybody who was considered, uh, you know, um, subhuman by the Nazi Party, but the Jews were the biggest. They were the biggest target. Yeah, oh, no doubt. I mean, six million. I mean, six. You know, yeah. nothing compares to to that i mean uh, and jews were put in ghettos uh, jews were yeah. uh subhuman you know and and nazis uh and nazi uh mentality uh yeah just amazing nothing compares to that but let's let's face it when you when you start saying nazism or you start mm-hmm. saying uh, anything close to it you are a uh, you 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 are in desperation mode um mm. and you are uh, you are you are uh, so close to, um, uh, you know, so so close to pushing a uh, a button that is, uh, you know, is is inappropriate. See, I think there are a lot of liberal uh, Jewish people that mm-hmm. uh, would would maybe erupt when they uh, when people start saying Nazism. You know, people that uh, that have. Have been affected. I mean, personally uh, affected by the the Holocaust. You know, some mm-hmm. you know some Democrats that are are from the left might uh, yeah. and, and that are Jewish might say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, guys, don't don't go there. Don't mm-hmm. they, they're not Nazis. They're terrible. They're fascists. They're whatever." I, I mean, do you think? And you're a Jewish woman, a proud Jewish woman. Do you think that the the Democrats have to be careful here, going too far with the uh, Nazi references? Um, well, you know, I, 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 I see where they are. You know, they're, this is a, you know, this is the, 
I guess this is the, I don't know if it's quite a Hail Mary moment, but, you know, this is, a, you know, the, the time is, is, is running out and, and, and they, they want to impress people that this is a dangerous group. Um, I don't, I think for a president to come out and say that they're, they're, they are, they are, they are like nationalist socialists of the 1930s would be quite extreme. He might offend people. He might offend, uh, you know, it's possible, um, uh, how, there are Holocaust survivors uh, still alive, still among us, and they're they're quite elderly. They might take offense and say, "No, I knew the real Nazis. <laughs> I saw them at I saw them in March in our village. I saw them kill people in cold blood. I saw them. They took me away. They took my family away, and I know what they were like." And it, it, it's, it's, he's treading a fine line. He he's trying to drive home that you know because yes, there's some the, the, the as. As as, oh, as confident as they're trying to project with their new, you know, their their budget package and their legislation, and uh, and, and he went through that. He said we'd accomplish A, B, C, and D. We did all this, the biggest package since, yeah. And he did mention FDR, the economic package, and he and the biggest gun control package since Clinton. Or um, I'm not sure if I'm getting the right president, but um, he's trying to drive home all the accomplishments. Yes, it's, it is a desperate effort because it's looked pretty dire in the last. You know, in the, la- in the last 12 months, and 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 of course, he mentioned gas prices that were that are slowly coming down. You know, so we should really vote for him because he got the gas. And I don't even know if he got the gas prices down. But nevertheless, there's inflation and inflation, and 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 day-to-day living for many people is really hard, and people are just fed up, and uh, are not to mention our our viability in foreign policy. But I think he's just trying to, you know, he's trying to to show people. And yeah, it, it, this was a rallying cry. You know, we we we're, we're going into the home stretch. Don't forget these things. We did A, B, C, and D, and and we we stand for you know uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And and if you elect them, and he was you know the MAGA people, the MAGA people. Under Trump, you make him your because he's he's assuming they're going to put Trump up unless Trump gets indicted over his grand jury testimony. I don't know, um, you know. Uh, then and then this is what's going to happen. You could face authoritarianism, no contraception, no well, the abortion. We know that's already that was decided, you know, by the Supreme Court. We know how they ruled on that their decision. Um, but you're going you're gonna to lose your personal freedoms. It will truly become a, you know, a, 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 he didn't say it in, in, you know, in black and white, but he, he hinted at it. It will become that kind of society where your personal rights are taken away, and you can be, you could be thrown in jail if, if you, you know, if you try to obtain, uh, let's say, contraception, or you try to, uh, you know, you, um, you know, if you go to a certain state and 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 you miscarry, you could be you could be accused of aborting the baby. I mean, it was, it, it's, it is, it sounds like a move, a desperate move, um, but I, he's trying to, to, he's trying to show you what he considers the light, the light of day, and. Um, Will it make a difference? I don't know. I've been reading different, various accounts where some people are saying the Republicans shouldn't be too, too confident because it could, it could turn the other way and it could, they could just blow up in their face. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it, it's amazing. Frank McKay here, Melissa Itelljohn.com once again. Well, Melissa Vision to check out the documentaries. Frank McKay here with Melissa. Melissa, the, uh, the. The Trump movement uh, looked like it was 
it, it was dead in the water. What? No, it never looked like it was dead in the water. Let's uh, let me take that back. That's extreme. It never looked like it was dead in the water, but it did look like it was losing air and losing steam and losing wind uh, prior to that that invasion. You know that uh, inv- invasion. The uh, um, what do you call it? The uh, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, right. And right, right. everybody got revved up for a little while. Where are we on that front? Where are we there? Um, oh, it, yeah. It's oh, it's a you know, it's a he, it's a he said they said. You know, the FBI finally released photos on the carpeting of Mar-a-Lago. I don't know which room that is. I can't tell. I don't know. You you have you've been to Mar-a-Lago? Yeah, oh, several times. Yeah, I stayed. Yes, in yes. Yeah, beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm no, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, could you tell which room they were photographing? <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. That I can't. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have to take a look at it. But I, I probably could. I've been there enough. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's, uh, you know, it, it, that is a, it, you know, it's, it's a beautiful place. But I wonder, um, I, I wonder what's going on um, mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, you know, with all of that. What, what's the latest that you heard from? Uh, what's the latest that you heard from uh, uh, from the Trump folks? You know, like on TV, on uh, online. Uh, what are the Trump folks saying right now? Um, uh, he has he lost support? Has he gained support? Has it just quelled? Well, of course, you're saying many people are saying that this is, of course, this is a witch hunt again, and uh, and then of course the other side says that his lawyers are, were, did some things that were very underhanded. In, in their compliance, their supposed compliance with the FBI, that perhaps, uh, you know, they, they hid other documents, and that um, there's a possibility that um, that Trump, um, uh, he transported uh, documents out and, and, and uh, that were highly sensitive, and that he could be, he could be charged with, um, you know, under the Espionage Act of 19, I think it was 1917, but in any event, a lot of people are 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 are, are ringing the alarm bells that, that uh, you know something very underhanded is going on here, and that he he may have misled uh, in his in his testimony his true intentions, and that he could be indicted. And when I'm not the only one who's saying this, bigger people, you know, big people in in the media and and elsewhere are saying there's a very good chance he he. He, he, that he, we could be hearing of an indictment. Uh, no, none other than Alan Dershowitz said that, and uh, Judge uh, Napolitano, uh, another frequent uh, commentator on uh, you know on, on on the airwaves, also said that 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 is a possibility. Yeah, uh, you know, just uh, it, you know, wow. <laughs> I mean, this is uh, uh, it, it, you know the plot thickens. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I just. Um, I'm just, I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering where we're going to go. You know, how many, how many more days until the, uh, until the midterm? Is it 80? Is it, is it down to uh, that? Is it less? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is. I, you know, I don't know if you, you find this when you're, you're scrolling, scrolling through your phone or on your computer and, and you're on, you know, Facebook or someplace. I keep getting interrupted with these ads from, from Dr. Oz and Dr. Oz we know is in the fight of his life. And I think that's why Trump, not Trump, but Biden had his speech. He gave his speech in Independence Hall because he was he's touring Pennsylvania in support of the of the of the uh, Democratic candidate, the Lieutenant Governor 
uh, Fetterman, the guy in the sh- the gym shorts and the goatee, and, and who also lived off a trust fund for the most of his life. <laughs> you know, and he's the one who's been his ads. I, he's also been trying to you know cut in to my feed too. Um, uh, let, let's guess how many homes Dr. Oz has. Which one does he really live in? Most Pennsylvanians are not interested in how many multi-million dollar homes. Here we like our our meat and potatoes, <laughs> and I have one home. <laughs> oh, it also came out that he had he lived on a trust fund for many years, but anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but that's also being thrown in his face. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, and getting all these because uh, because Dr. Oz isn't doing that well. Dr. Oz, we know, is a Trump-approved candidate. So not all the Trump candidates are doing well. Sarah Palin did not do well. During that uh, that that uh, special election, on um, for, to fill that 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 empty congressional seat for Alaska. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Palin. What what happened there? Let's uh, let's address that a little. I, I you know he. What happened to Sarah Palin? Well, they're they're doing ranked choice voting over yeah. in Alaska. She lost to uh, she came in second to a Democrat who will. Then uh, this is a, this has been a red seat for a long time, predominantly a red seat. By the way, Lisa Murkowski is she's she survived her 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 primary battle because she's up for re-election, and she's going to fight for it because and she is an anti-Trump Republican. So you know, so that's it, it's that's the, the system. We tried that here in New York City, the ranked choice voting for mayor. It's got, it's come under a lot of of, of uh, controversy right, lately because it's, you know you, you I think it's the first five candidates and then you have another election or whatever it is and it's really confusing. So um, it, all it means in Alaska is that the Democrat for the first time I, I forget her name she's um, her her na- first name is Mary uh, she will fill out uh, that receipt she will take that seat for the remainder of the of the uh, time that's left and then. Sarah Palin can still run in the general election, but her it, that's not a good indication. It's, it's, it, you know, it's mixed results with this ranked choice voting, but the fact that not all of, of the Trump-approved candidates are, are doing well. Dr. Oz is, not, is trailing Fetterman. Um, and it's, it's, again, it's, you know, he looks like a carpetbagger. He's, you know, he, he's never really lived in Pennsylvania. He has in-laws, and I think he bought a, another multimillion-dollar home there or something like that. But that doesn't qualify him in the eyes of, of native uh, Pennsylvanians as a true, uh, a, a, a true uh, native son. Yeah. Uh, you know, you said he's trailing. Uh, is it close enough where, where Dr. Oz even has a chance? It doesn't look great. I mean, yeah. Trump has been going back and forth and rallies for him, and and you can just hear the desperation in, in, in his little ads on on Facebook that come, you know, that you know that interrupt your feed on Facebook. You know, I need a few more dollars. You know, we <laughs> we only have 80 more days. It was 100 days a couple of weeks ago. We have 80 more days. Let's do it, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wonder. Yeah, I mean, he can do all the rallies he wants for Dr. Oz. Every, yeah. Everything's in, right? I mean, it's all, yeah. you know, everything. Yeah. In. So. And this is a crucial. This is a crucial thing because you know you, um, you you don't want the the, the Senate. I think is the House is more likely to go than the Senate, and you don't want to. Uh, they're worried about the the balance in the Senate, but and, Pen- and Pennsylvania is a key state, but. I don't know. Fetterman, somehow or other, uh, despite uh, all the things you hear and say about him, 
uh, he's pulled ahead. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, look, uh, the the Democrats want to um, uh, Democrats want to get to the point where uh, they're past Mansion. I don't think they're getting that and anywhere that, but they want uh, to get past Mansion and Cinema. You know, Kirsten Cinema. Uh, and if um, um, if they don't. You know, if, if, if they don't, uh, and I can't see them possibly getting through it, um, they're, you know, they're only going to get as far as they've gotten with Mansion and Cinema, right? They don't get any further. It's almost ridiculous to call Chuck Schumer the majority leader when Mansion's there and he can't get anything really through uh, uh, what's going on. The Republicans want to get to the point mm -hmm. where they don't have to rely on Mansion and Cinema. And they, they want the majority, obviously. There's a lot better <laughs> chance of them getting the majority than the Democrats getting the majority past Mansion and Cinema. Correct? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think. Yeah, exactly. Well, Mansion and Cinema are up for re-election in 24. And, um, you know, Cinema has been attacked in, in her, I mean, criticized. And she's been physically, you know, she's been accosted in her own state. You know, they're not too crazy about her. They want to replace her within the party. They feel she's just, she might as well, she, she might as well just call herself a Republican. I mean, they just really don't like her. So, you know, because she votes with, you know, she does her own thing. She doesn't always, you know, um, she doesn't always listen to the party. And, and, and she's, obviously she's friendly with, with Manchin. They, they almost think alike. I think she's, and she has come, grudgingly come aboard, on, on board with certain, with some of the, you know, the legislative packages. Um, but um, I think it's it's more likely you will see a shakeup in the House. I don't know how it, 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 it's a toss up. Let's you know to see if any of these Trump approved candidates can actually you know uh, break through. But it's uh, you know when it you know you can look at the the the, the speech in, in you know two ways. That this is it is you know let's get everybody around. Let's, let's remind people what's at stake. We are a little bit desperate, and we and. Um, Let's um, let's remind people who, who's at the head of this movement. You know, a man with with, with dubious um, <laughs> dubious dubious uh, um, integrity. Yeah, right. So <laughs> so uh, look, I mean, here we go. I mean, we're um, we're in a uh, uh, you know we're we're in a uh, campaign mode every day here. It's going to be campaign mode, and and if they seem like they're fighting for their lives they're fighting for their lives right this is the majority mm -hmm. everything here uh, do you think there's any chance that nancy pelosi is going to be the uh be the speaker of the house in you know january 2nd do you think uh you know whenever the vote is i uh, do you think mm -hmm. there's any chance she's uh she's going to hold on which is basically asking you if the midterms are, are going to turn over enough seats to uh, to give the republicans what they want and that's kevin mccarthy as speaker of the house mm-hmm um, I think it's, uh, it remains to be seen. Um, I think there's a good chance it could be Kevin McCarthy. Uh, I, I don't, I, I think that the Republicans will not be able to sweep the Senate. I think that will be more difficult. I think that's out of their reach. Um, but you know, uh, I think we have, we, we can't, we have, I think the closer we get to the midterms, the, the better, the better the picture will be, the clearer the picture will be. Because all along they've been saying, you know, oh, forget it, it's all over with. It's a, it's a blue wave. It's a blue. It's a red wave. It's a, it's a tsunami. It's a, it's, it's the, the, um, 
it's it's the annihilation of the blue states of the of the of, of, of the Democrats, but we'll see because I think if you you know if you play on people's minds enough and they say they 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 look past the the veneer beyond the veneer in, um, of, of 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 the of the voter slate and they see Trump and Trump doesn't look so great now. I mean, he, he you heard some of the allegations he made about the 2020 election that let's call it all off and let's have a new election or I'm the rightful president. I mean, he's still he's still you know, he's still harping on this. Right. Uh yeah, it, it's uh <laughs> he's not going to back down. I mean, that's Roy Cohen. No. Never apologize, never back down, and if they hit you, hit them 10 times harder. Um mm-hmm. So, uh you know, look we're uh, we're in that uh, we're in that mode where we're going on. What else about the speech? We started with the speech. Let's go back to it. Uh, what do you uh, what do you see as being a, a lasting moment? It, was it a good moment for Biden? He didn't flub anything tremendously, right? Was there anything that was that was totally embarrassing for Biden yesterday? No, I mean he you know he was a carefully crafted speech. It was supposed to be you know a rallying call. Or, you know, um, uh, it, it was supposed to, I think, I wouldn't say frighten people, but definitely remind them that um, the alternative is this um, uh, unstated, um, but under, um, I guess, alluded to um, uh, uh, far-right, nationalistic, fascistic party. And do you really want that? Because, that, you know, that's how the fascists got their start. They were democratically elected, and look what happened. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, uh, you know, no matter what, there's going to be that percentage there. Uh, do you think all Republicans think, well, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, obviously, all Republicans don't think. What percentage of Republicans do you think uh, feel the, uh, the election was stolen? Oh, there are, there are some. There are, there are actually a, a, a pretty good number of, um, of, of faithful supporters. And I'm talking about the core supporters of, of Trump. Um, and these are the people who support the, the, the what happened at, on January 6th. I mean, they look like the, the typical crowd that goes to the rallies. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not criticizing them as a as a group, but they, they it's it, that's the the that's the the voter block, and they are diehards. They actually believe it was stolen. I mean, Rudy Giuliani believes it was stolen. That there was, uh, you know, um, uh, legal um, malfeasance, malfeasance yeah. going on there. I mean, Rudy Giuliani is a, uh, you know, former mayor of New York City, uh, considered America's mayor. Mayor, uh, he he has a very uh, a popular show on on WABC radio. Yep. Uh, he's, you know, I mean, he carries a lot of clout. He still does. And and he was the personal attorney for Trump. He's been pulled, you know. He's been they've they've you know they've subpoenaed him. They've gone after him. They I think the FBI raided his apartment at one time. Yeah, recently. Um, yeah, it, yes. this all gets lost in the uh, in the shuffle. Um, right. Yes. Yeah. And he was the one with um, uh, what was her name? Sidney Powell, the other attorney, yep. who claimed that oh, there was this big absence, you know, loss of votes in, in Georgia or wherever, and they called many news conferences, and they were ridiculed. They had a news conference in front of something called the Four Seasons, and it was a, what was it, a canning factory or something like that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. It was something, yeah, wasn't it something like that? It was a, uh, 
Yeah, I, it was I a factory warehouse or <laughs> called the Four Seasons. <laughs> yeah. Wow, right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was a, a comedy of errors, right? Comedy uh -huh. of errors that happened. Wow. You know, it's, listen, let's uh, let's see how this all plays out. Uh, what else uh, What else do you see? What, what else is there uh, in the news before we go? Um, anything else we should be keeping our eye on? Anything that, that leads to believe that we'll be talking about it next week at the same time? Again, you know, we're, we're inching closer to the midterms. This is uh, we're we're now in the fall. You know, in August things are kind of dead. There, there's not much action in in August. People are still, um, you know, they're still, you know, worried about um, you know their summer vacation and more people have been flying and and and, and going about and, and and since the end of the pandemic, and um, you know. Uh, so their minds really weren't on too much politics. I mean, how many people are, are talking about the Ukrainian conflict, the war in Ukraine? Uh, not no. too many. Few people are. Fewer people are. Yeah. But, it's, it's it's over as far as the, the buzz. You know, when yeah. I was over there, it was hot. It mm -hmm. was, you know, whatever. And that was the oh. first week in, in March. Um, mm -hmm. It's, uh, you know, people don't even ask me about it anymore. People forget that I went. And, you know, it's. I'm right. Yeah, no, and they just, shouldn't because that was a big, that that was a tremendous. Uh, a tremendous movement, you know, and, and you made, a, a, I think, one of the early, early uh, exposés of it. You were right in the heart of everything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that that aside, the the enthusiasm will die down as it goes. Like Putin knows that, too. You know, he knows that, you know, it'll it'll have, uh, you know, uh, people will get angry at certain times and they'll they'll hear about the atrocities and. What, but the enthusiasm doesn't stay there. I mean, we have a short attention span. It's there, and you're right. It's going to come back next week. We are probably going to be talking about the midterms. And there's an old adage that uh, that says in in, uh, in politics, nobody pays attention till after Labor Day. And here we are on Labor Day weekend, and yeah. uh, and people are going to start paying attention uh, right then and there. And that's when candidates start spending their money. They start doing their uh, their their ads and everything else it's um i you know we uh it, it, we should uh should all beware that we are going to get hit with a ton and i mean a ton of uh of information over the you know over the radio over the um tv uh and you know mail people still do mail and email and social media um we uh, uh it, we're 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 going to get it we're going to get a ton of it um, that being said, any last words? Uh, enjoy the Labor Day weekend. Uh, we're, we all, you know, at, uh, at home, we, you know, we're we're preparing for our own uh, um, big events, and you know, safe return to school and um, other uh, other things. And uh, you know, it's the summer. The, the weather is is still summery, so in, you know, enjoy it anyway, and and just uh, you know, stay. Stay alert of what's going on, and and um, yeah, in the coming weeks we are going to be inundated with a lot of of, of political messages, commercials, and and uh, because now people are going to start talking about it because it is the the uh, the unofficial start of the fall, which it isn't. It's not fall yet, but it's, uh, in, in politics, um, this is a time. Uh, this is crunch time, you know, um, and and a lot of the. A lot of the candidates are going to be buying up airtime, and they've been doing their fundraising all along, and now they're going to be pushing for more money. And 
we're going to be seeing and hearing more of these uh, more of these candidates. Yeah, sounds uh, listen. Sounds right on target. Melissa, thank you very much. And you enjoy your uh, Labor Day weekend and everyone else out there. We all appreciate you uh, listening, everyone. And uh, thank you from me and Melissa both. Uh, You have a lot of options, and we appreciate you listening to us. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Jorn Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell-Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.